0: Travis Terrell, and let's make magic with our butts.
1: No. No.
2: Proud of that one?
1: Mm. Nope, 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 nope.
2: He's got his scarf on. We've got our fun hats on. It's Friday. We're happy to be here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. So we are live. Chris Dem and Travis Terrell, and we're in the Midco studio. Check out the YouTube channel if you haven't yet. Subscribe. Rate and review us. Do the whole thing. We appreciate it. Uh, Tech Electronics helped us build the studio as well. And the man manning the camera that Tech Electronics provided is Chris Gardner. Good morning, Chris.
1: You ain't got to say nothing but a word. There you go. There you
2: go.
0: What's that mean? There you go. Don't know.
1: There you go. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey.
0: morning to you, my brother. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Talking that
0: talk,
1: you are my friend. You are enjoying those bus rides on the ten. I am, and I even got profiled this morning again. Did you now by the DPS Department of Public Safety for St. Louis University?
0: Uh, uh, what? Let me now. You like to step into your creepy. What were you specifically doing? <laughs> I and, th- and mind nothing. you, I am not one to defend authority figures. So I'm giving the security guards. The benefit of the doubt here <laughs> you're gonna like this one so what did you do to perhaps I incite
1: smoking a menthol cigarette okay. outside okay um i was just outside the building smoking uh-huh uh, car pulls up across the street it's still a little dark at this time they okay. have their lights on all right and they just stay there and i'm like what's this what's this person doing so i'm just I'm, you know i'm like you know what i'm not gonna i'm not even where i am so i'm just standing there smoking I kind of glance over, and that's maybe a couple times. Just keep going. And then, about midway through my cigarette, another DPS car comes down the street from the brewery way, from Urban Chestnut, and uh, kind of slowly comes, turns, and then turns off. And that car's still sitting there. And I finish my cigarette, put it out, and I kind of look over, take out my key fob, hold it up to the building to unlock the door. And I open the door, I walk in, I look back over my shoulder, and the car drives away. <laughs> I was like, I think I was just some homeless man standing out front smoking. So that happened too. Good
2: for you. Feel good? I smirked. Yeah, that's probably... I, th- I feel like you, you just, you're diabolical enough that mm. you're gonna... Something's gonna happen with this.
1: I should put this on black Twitter. And it's like that movie me, though probably too. It's probably. like that movie with
2: Kevin Spacey where he purposely framed himself to prove that uh life of David Gale. Yes, mm. exactly. You're gonna go down proving that you shouldn't profile others. Mm. That's what you're gonna do.
1: Well, I mean, we're on our way, aren't we?
2: I guess so. Yeah. Mm. I I just I feel like you
0: you play it up. You know that you look suspicious. Yeah problematic so even. you play that up i might in hopes that you are indeed profiled
1: to cause problems
0: to cause some level to of chaos shed truth that probably is also the case as to well. reveal truth yeah that if you look like a poor person you're treated like one uh-huh yeah, that tends to happen <laughs> <it sounds.
2: laughs>
0: you, so did, did you see case.
2: that what was it william hayes and chris long dressed up um, oh yeah they lived like the homeless life for like a couple days or something and when they were rams players oof, yeah, yeah. The video they got there they like that uh-huh. is not fun.
1: Yeah. Well-fed. I should have yelled at uh, the officer, security officer, whatever. Man, he's doing yeah. his job. You What's said, well
2: fed, were you saying well fed homeless guys?
1: Like, no, why are you? Are you do you not see Eddie Bauer on this jacket? Yeah, that's
2: a good
0: point. That's a good point. He should have known better. The explorer? Yeah.
1: The car or the person?
0: No, I got, I got a similar interaction last night. Uh, leaving the building uh, I guess there was an event that was going on uh, either at the church uh-huh. or something in the area in the lot that we where we park. I guess they were using that to uh, as the event parking spot yeah and um, obviously uh, with staying late my car was still uh-huh. amongst I guess the new arrivals for whatever this event was and the security guy patrolling the lot mind you a brother?
1: Kind of followed you around? Kind of
0: looked at me, gave me the kept looking over his shoulder thing. And obviously, I just decided to just sit in my car and I kind of embraced the same level uh-huh. of chaos that you like to I embrace. Think, I, think I stepped I into it. I him. wanted him to come over and say, I didn't belong here. I shouldn't be parking here. I shouldn't have be parked here. I was
1: waiting for that for me. Yeah,
0: okay. All right, yeah. so I feel you on that one. So I was, because I was waiting, I was like, all right, because I'm, I'm going to call you out twice. One, that I'm actually supposed to be parked here. Yeah. And two, that I'm a brother and that you would treat me like this. Yeah. So, I was being profiled
1: by my own people. Yeah. I think I saw this happening. Yeah. Was I outside? Yes, you were. I was watching yeah. this. Yeah. And the guy. Because I saw my, him looking and I'm like, oh, I can watch this develop a little.
0: And here's the thing I like because those are the same older black men who will tell you, you know, man, we got to leave these young brothers alone, man. Stop picking on these young brothers. But you get a job where you're making $8 an hour, and as soon as you can, you want to harass. Me mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to
1: be where I'm supposed to be. It mm-hmm. ain't right. It ain't right. You ain't got to say nothing but a word. None but a word. None so but a what word. does that mean? You used that yesterday, and I, Akeem I, Woods was in the office when you used it too. Comedian Akeem Woods, who did Sophie's last night. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and you said that, and we guys kind of chuckled, and I was like, "What does that mean anyway? Where does that come from?" And both of you said, "Well, I don't, I don't know." I, yeah, I don't know no the
0: origins of where it came from uh but i was led to believe that hey you speaking the truth you ain't said nothing but a word okay. because what you are saying is very true to my reality and they See, are we ain't words. got nothing to say but a word because mm-hmm. it's true it's the word mm-hmm. I ain't said nothing but a word
1: okay well i'll go with that okay It better not get me in trouble if I use it that way. No,
0: just you. that's like when you talk to one of your other black friends, just go, man, (laughs) you ain't said nothing but a word. Okay. And they'll be like,
1: okay, Gardner, come into the cookout, please. And I, according to Sam Lyons, who will join us in the nine o'clock hour, I get served ahead of the white girlfriends at the cookout.
0: That's that's currently where you stand. Yes. Yes. That's currently where you stand in the cookout.
1: I'm very fine with that.
0: Right, yeah. Chris is, I wear
1: that as an honor, a badge a of big, honor. Chris is
0: getting close to the cookout. Chris right now is allowed to watch the cars in the parking lot mm-hmm. at the cookout. Or
1: lined on the street. In yeah, or lined in the
0: street, yeah. yeah. Now, Chris has a potential of being moved up to, hey, you talk to the cops when they come, status. He
1: would be good for that. He man.
0: would be very good for that. He's the representative mm-hmm. we would send out. Mm-hmm. So, that, hey, man, we heard some noise complaints. And Chris is like, hey, hey, guys, hey. And with my family. Mm-hmm. That's that's where Chris is working towards. He's
2: getting pretty close to that. He's worked very appreciate, hard this year. I appreciate the opportunity. No problem. Good
0: certainly. for you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. And Sam thank Lott. you to everyone who came out last night. Oh wow, mm-hmm. what a delightful event that was! It was a great time. Uh, Sophie's uh, had a had a great crowd. Pit had a great crowd. Both uh, both shows were a lot of fun. Sophie's big thanks to uh, Buzz's Wine Grill. That food was delightful. Mm. He's coming back next week for the Christmas sweater show. Oh, is Bo- he really? oh doctor. Yeah, I had so. two
1: sliders he made. Did you now? Yeah, the pork sliders. I had the teriyaki. Oh, doctor. Steak teriyaki slider and the pork slider, mm-hmm. nice little coleslaw on
0: top with yeah. that delicious rice. It's mm. very
2: serious. <clears throat> it's good. So yeah. fresh.
0: It tasted like Dr. Ed. Oh, he's in Hawaii. That's why. I, okay. I don't know that. That is still that's very delightful. So shout delicious. out to
2: Buzz and uh, and Ty. We love Ty as well. Uh, that was a great time last night, though. Gateway Park Guardians. The uh, it was noted that uh, Yale Hollander um, said that. He thanked them for bringing out a dog named Boo at a comedy show. Mm. Boo. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that was a That's lot of funny. fun. Yeah. They, uh, Young Professionals Gateway Pet Guardians, repped hard. It was a it was a full house. We had some folks that work at NPR there. For the show, so thanks to them. Oh yeah, yeah I, I saw am. some normal white
0: people there. I was like, yeah,
2: you
1: guys Actually, look an like Asian women. <laughs> yeah, way to go, yeah. Travis.
0: Oh, there was an Asian
2: woman.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Look at Chris. We
2: got diversity at these shows. Mm-hmm. No, it was a good time. It was packed, and everybody uh, came out, had a good time. We uh, appreciate it. So, nice, good yeah. for us,
0: good for everyone. And you did a photo shoot as well.
2: St. Louis Magazine was there. It was uh, they 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 chronicled it. They did. It was a good time. They had the whole little spotlight,
0: you know, the little the umbrella they have for the photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Yale and Chris. I, be, I didn't
2: know I was going to be photographed.
0: Yeah, Chris looking like, you know,
1: you know he had to, I think he Working had a blazer on, on. I don't know. Should, should I have to, Should I have walked Hey, do you want to get my Eddie Bauer vest? You like, should have. That would have helped. But
0: yeah. you know what I did there in that moment when that photo shoot was taking place? Right. As the international screenwriter, I decided it's not about me. I wasn't in the photo. And I didn't, I didn't go to the photographer, go to the magazine and tell them is about my like, story and like, my time as a New Yorker and of course bringing joy to the millions of children across the world through children's media. No, I did not. I was like, you know what? I do this on the red carpet enough. Mm. Let 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 the event speak for itself. So See, that's what so I was You're most patting proud yourself
1: of. on the back for not bragging about yourself. <laughs> yes. This is like when you said it was brave of you to admit you were a coward. And
0: Akeem Woods seemed to disagree.
1: With you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you presented the scenario. Okay, I, I
0: think if I, and this is just me paraphrasing Akeem Woods, uh-huh. uh, I think he said something along the lines of, uh, nigga please.
1: Uh, yeah. It was something along those lines. That'll happen. That'll happen. Yeah. I forget. I believe he used the N word and then said, uh, oh, you're terrible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: that wasn't enough. <laughs> He decided that he had to put a bow on it. Uh-huh. Oh, and you're awful. Yeah. So, yeah. He so, did, that was a moment.
1: He definitely disagreed with your previous premise? stance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The premise. Oh.
0: No, King Wood was kind enough, of course, to do the show last night, but he's also in town this weekend with another
2: comedian. I think he might be coming in with Godfrey later today. Oh, too. Godfrey. Yeah, he's a helium all weekend long. So, sure. we'll have uh, Godfrey on the show at like two today. Oh, boy. So we'll talk to Godfrey and uh, Akeem may stop by as well. So maybe to set time. up the uh, the the satellite trucks for that one.
1: Why?
0: Uh, I don't know. I may be at the what park later. What do you do later. with the satellite truck? I, may, I just maybe I'll do the interview from the park. Oh, Such you're a, already uh, you're
2: already scooting out of the uh, interview. I'm, like
0: I'm, just, I'm not scooting out of the interview. I'm just saying maybe we can just set up our satellite
1: feed. Travis likes to call it an early weekend. Uh huh. I've noticed over the last yeah. several Fridays. Now, yeah. Well. Uh, well, I'm going to get a jump on the weekend. Yeah.
0: You lose Friday, you lose the weekend. If we if we're being honest, Saturday is generally the day of rest, Sunday is to get ready for the new week. Friday, if you don't get a start on Friday, you sort of lose the weekend. Well, what do you say think for gardening? Get away
1: a couple hours.
0: Those hours make the difference. Those two hours I make don't. the biggest difference in the world. I don't think that it do makes it. enough.
2: No. Okay. What do you say for Gardner whenever he's in here on Saturday recording a podcast? It's because Gardner casually Molly
0: uh-huh. and Gardner. I think has, that's your new favorite podcast. I come in on
1: Sunday morning to get everything ready for the week.
0: I think Gardner's at peace when he's alone.
2: Yeah.
1: And well, so
2: peace is the wrong word. He's <laughs> he finds solace in the chaos that is his mind. I'm comfortable while facing it alone.
1: I'm comfortable in the darkness. You are. You
0: very much are. Now yesterday, Gardner and I went on a field trip. We on a field trip to uh-huh. the Missouri History Museum. Yeah. Uh, we wanted the opportunity to not only check out the brand new exhibit uh, about the Missouri, uh, excuse me about the Mississippi River yeah. and river life okay. in Missouri, uh, we also wanted to check out the Pulitzer Prize photography exhibit course brother of the show robert cohen uh is uh he has many of his photos that Picture he won him being like what
2: <laughs> uh, didn't realize <laughs> yeah. it was that my son goes to Kansas." don't talk to me like that uh and so uh,
0: when i say like uh, i that I, I, I was surprised that gardner allowed me to tag along because gardner is a individual who likes to go on adventures solo he doesn't need um uh, tom sawyer as huckleberry finn but I was happy to be Tom Sawyer today because uh, I you couldn't, couldn't be think, that other character you think in that, that book. I you couldn't have been that other character. You couldn't think yeah, I was thinking about, oh. I know, now that I'm thinking about the co- the reference, perhaps you, I should have chose something else Is different. What are you different. trying you to and, do to me here? Like,
2: yeah, I was like, do you want me to be like, uh, there's an obvious character choice uh, here. There is an uh,
0: obvious character that no, I could have been there. Uh, it's, like, uh,
2: it's like the uncomfortable uh, thing whenever you're like, hey, we're all dressing up for Stranger Things characters from Halloween, and Travis is like, I'll be Hopper. I'm like, there's kind of one option for you, man. Like, there's only...
1: (laughs) There was a Mark Twain portion in that exhibit, and I thought about it for a moment, but I didn't say anything, and now you're bringing this up.
0: Yeah, and so I was kind of worried. I'm not going to lie, but I was very happy that Gardner and I, we went through the Mississippi River exhibit, and it was very delightful for us because... (laughs) We like to place ourselves in that <laughs> moment in time in history, and it was a very large, and I don't mean this in circle, sexual terms, a large hairy beaver mm-hmm. uh, on display, B- bushy even, very, very. Uh, in fact, we got an opportunity to feel its uh, pelt. Yeah, soft pelt. hmm Very, very soft pelt. Very Beavers soft. have a
1: soft pelt. How are you going to say? It I may should be... know. My family, is Canadian mm-hmm. fur traders. It's part of our history.
0: Fur trader. Mm-hmm. Like for a burger. Yeah. Fact of the matter is,
1: No, it is. Now you did make it that. Day. Yeah, I
0: did. I tried. Come on now. Nah, it was long. You're thing. better than that. That's what she said. Fact of the matter was, it was very revealing because Gardner and I had the same level of fear when we saw the size of this beaver. They're you Imagine
1: walking up on that thing? <laughs> I
0: was like, "Wait, they're fast and they're water animals too." Like this This sounds horrible. It's that fear back claws oh. in front and their teeth, like, I know they're accentuated oh, on wait, the cartoons, wait, wait, wait. but those things are no joke.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah.
0: So River Life looked pretty yeah. hard back in the day. You Not better, gonna lie.
2: <laughs> those things have no neck, too. They're just like, you can't do anything to me. But I, I,
0: I, I was curious as to their interaction with humans, because... It was one of those animals where, man, I've been underestimating beavers for a long time. If they, it was like 20 of them, they can fuck some people up. We We saw saw an an otter.
1: Take down a forest. Yeah, Yeah. I would imagine. I was was pleased to see, and I'm wondering how this goes, uh, just because of how society is. But in the exhibit, they're talking about flooding and droughts in the Mississippi River Valley. And they do talk about climate change reports and what the statistics are and facts are. So, I was wondering how some people are going to handle that when they mm. take the time to read some of the stuff. Now, the thing that I got from the exhibit that I probably want to go back and explore some more, and I thought this is would be how it would be for me. But they do, they do have a, a riverboat, um, like the house for it. Yeah. What do they call that? Uh, the top. I don't know what the top is called, but now i turned it into you. Uh, the riverboat suite. Yeah. Sure. Okay. The riverboat room, yeah. the top room, the, the penthouse, pent, the penthouse, the penthouse, okay. the penthouse mm. where they had the, the wheel there that we got to p- turn and try and turn, and it's it's rather large, very, very extremely very. large. It's not what you would see in an America's Cup no. uh, boat, not at all. Um, but I would like to go back and dive into the Native American part yes. of it, and I thought that's what I would gravitate towards, and I'm pretty sure that's where I want to go back and take a look. And you and I even want to go to Cahokia Mounds again. I haven't been we, in a I long we time. I' have
0: been probably since we were on field trips as kids. Uh, but I, I just think, man, if you forget about the rich native history uh, on the Missouri and Illinois side. Like this
1: area right here was the metropolis of what we know as yeah. the United States. at one yeah.
0: point. As Back this country was developing, this was like uh, New York City uh, in many respects as far as the traffic and trade. And this we even learned about even today. How we still constantly use uh, the Mississippi River for some very important exports, agriculture, agriculture exports. In particular. Uh, so it's still a very important route, necessary route to the uh, and American not even economy. exports,
1: but domestically. Yeah, too.
0: domestically as well. It's still an important factor inside the uh, American economy, and it's just fascinating to watch it. And even from the flooding standpoint, of course, you remember everyone from the St. Louis area remembers the flood of '93, and you just you you kind of get a true. You get a very strong glimpse at how we're living in an, at least, it's very hard. If you live in the Missouri area, it's hard for you to argue against climate change because uh, everything that is your life, especially for the farmers, is being dictated by that and being grossly affected by
1: it. The the floods, just how impactful they've been since 2013, Mm -hmm. it breaks that down. Um, But I think part of it, there's like a simple line in one of the things up there that's explaining things to you. Where it's like, you know, the river before, it was not unusual for it to go out of its banks and form a new path. Like, this is a mm-hmm. very strong river. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? Fourth longest in the world yeah. or something like that. So this is a strong... But it, it would change its the course of its, its path at times over history. Yeah. And they're like... And then, you know, the flooding really started happening when they... When they channeled it for navigation, I'm like, well, we probably should have expected that to happen yeah, if the river before just kind of decided yeah. whatever the fuck it wanted to do. Damn. And you can't, it's hard to uh, harness the power of something like that. And when you do, you're going to you're gonna run into some issues. I, I think, so it's not unexpected.
0: I think the thing that I concluded, Chris, was that the Mississippi River,
1: she that bitch.
2: Mm. That's a great way
0: to put it. I think I said nothing but a word. Because mm. she that
1: bitch. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And then you you uh, I kind of let you to yourself at times in the uh, the museum presentation of the Pulitzer Prize winner. I
0: was uh, so Gardner and I, that was one thing I certainly was looking forward to, obviously ever having uh, Robert Cohen in and seeing some of the photos that he had over the years, specifically during the Ferguson protest. And so I was very anxious and excited to see that. However, I passed up a sign as I walked in. And Gardner was like, oh, that's a that's a fairly ominous sign. And I was like, what do you mean? I guess I just walked past it and realized it. I walked back to the entrance to see. Uh, reminder that there's going to see some very disturbing photographs mm-hmm. as you walk throughout this exhibit. And uh, and the, the term that, uh, that Gardner and I came up with essentially after leaving that exhibit was that it sits with you. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sits with you. It is really... It's intense. It's intense. It's necessary to see um but it really uh, there were some emotional moments uh there is some uh history behind of course a lot of the photographs uh some have better endings than others uh but it was very eye opening in the sense that uh
1: cameras don't lie
0: mm-hmm. like they really tell this very unique truth about who we are in a moment
1: and and that and i think part of it is for me is remember that some of these are just moments because even the ones that were joyous moments and i said this when i Mm -hmm. talked about the exhibit to begin with uh, several months ago um you read further upon in that story like at the bottom of the description and you're like oh and this couple got divorced or and then the photographer who took this picture uh ended up marrying the lady who just had that baby uh so it's like there's weird footnotes yes to these mm. as well yes. so that's why i think some of the ones that i i like the most um are the ones that were like a year in the life or whatever because it's yes. it's not necessarily just a moment right. it it's is series, life right. itself yeah but yeah there's some heavy photos in there and it there makes you some... feel how it makes you realize especially for americans i think because mm-hmm. geography has a lot to do with that yes How easily we can isolate ourselves and our thinking and be so ignorant and lack knowledge to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Not only what they're dealing with, but, you know, what they do, how they live their lives, Uh, pros and cons. And it just makes you realize, man, we really turn a blind eye at times to some atrocities. Mm -hmm. But also, we also, in doing so, when you isolate you don't realize the positives of other cultures or the positives. Right. Of, and it could be like just in their culture themselves and you know how they celebrate things, right. how they build things, right. how they run their economies, right. how they do whatever it might be. You just kind of say, oh, we're okay. We got it here. We know what we're doing. Right. And you just don't allow yourself the knowledge to see how other things are done. And right. some of those pictures bring to light the struggle yeah. of some, but also like, this is an interesting thing. Like, why? How do I not know about this or whatever? Like, this—it's—it's
0: it's cool. a haunting snapshot of our current reality, um, and that was yeah, and that's.
1: It's been around for a long, time, a long time, as you can see, if you go through each decade there.
0: And it's 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 really just fascinating to watch for anybody if you have time this weekend and you're in the St. Louis area. I think the exhibit comes in at the, at the beginning of the new year. So yeah, if you're going to get think... in there, you need to get in there now because I think it's a necessary... A museum
1: is shutting down in D.C. Yeah,
0: we just discovered that that, which is it's a shock to me my uh, just to hear that. But if you have an opportunity to check out the exhibit, I highly recommend it. It's just it's something that, It's just necessary. I, I think it's, I don't know, just seeing it, it was just... I don't know. It really took me to a place that I didn't expect to go because, and that's why, uh, like,
1: I would come over from time to time to point something out to mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted you to, like, when you go through something like that, you need to feel for yourself yes. what you're seeing. So it's, kind of, I would bounce back and forth between talking to you about what you're looking at or not, and just wander off. And I, there's some I, amazing. I did go. I did step aside to go to the gift shop, and I did buy a deck. <laughs> Declaration of Independence yesterday for five bucks. That was was fun. Uh, There was uh, there was uh, there was so many.
0: I don't know. It's just uh, and also it it, it happened so quickly. Like the shots that you see, like outside of the series, uh, some of the more infamous shots were just literally like that, where you just it's seriously right place, right time. Mm -hmm. And when it's captured, you're like the timing, like of it, just is magnificent. There was, I believe, the overhead photo that really struck me. Of the Kenyon Mall massacre, yeah, uh, some years ago, and it was just
1: an overhead shot. It was
0: an overhead shot, and this woman, she had protected; she was protecting her children. Uh, They were in what looks like a traditional food court that you would see here in America, Mm -hmm. and she's like, "They're not hurt. There's nothing happening to them, but they're clearly staying down because there must be some gunfire in the area." And you just see this normal food court, this woman just sitting with her children, humming, I believe it said in the caption, to the mall music that was being played. And you see her uh, in in this little cafe, Mm -hmm. and you see spilled coffee on one side of the cashier, and you see this woman protecting her children, and you just see scatterings of bullets around them. Crazy. And it was just one one of those photos, just like how, as a photographer, as a photojournalist, uh, in that moment, how do you capture that? And it's just so... It's haunting and brilliant and beautiful at the same time. So if anybody's in the area, go check that out. Salute to the History Museum. Uh, Mm -hmm. They continue to have some magnificent exhibits. For St. Louisans, you'll enjoy the photos uh, about recent events here, recent uh, events of the past in St. Louis. You'll see things on the Blue Stanley Cup. Um, So it's certainly one of those things. How bad the air quality was here? Oh, my God. How (sighs) dreadfully bad the air quality was here in Missouri for the longest. In the 30s. In St. Louis in particular. Because it
1: used to be like when you read the description of one of the things, it was about driving in from the county and into the city. It, there was like a, it was like literally a black cloud over the city. Unbelievable. It was, and you could see it driving in. In the middle of the day, you'd have to have your like brights on. Now in your with car. now, I, one thing I also enjoyed several
0: beautiful photos. of President Barack Obama oh, also on display.
1: I did tell you, time. hey, I was like, hey, your boy Barry. Woo!
0: He's got a badass. He's got a badass photo in there. <laughs> that po- <laughs> the one of him in the rain. And when I'm in the rain, the black jacket. It's strong. That's tough. That's tough, man. That's tough. Four more years. Yeah. Uh, I guess I don't think it's that's stronger it than anything we've seen in recent history. Oh, my goodness. It was very, very good. So, uh, highly recommend it. And that was a good, fun, fun field trip day for Gardner and Travis.
1: Uh-huh. I should have tried some pot. But, and that would go again. But,
0: but my, here's, um, I look, I, we I, I, I thought about it, but I didn't want to push it on you. Yeah. Uh, One thing, though, uh, that. I don't even know how to describe it. You saw it. You was very excited to see it. It was in action. Yeah. It was the Loop Trolley. Mm. Also mm-hmm. known as the
2: Oak Trolley. Uh-huh. Shout out to Yale Hollander. Uh, two great sets last night. And he managed to kill something.
0: <laughs> well, we've gotten word, boys. So Gardner and I were very excited when we were over at the History Museum to be able to see the Loop Trolley. Oh, as, <laughs>
1: as we were pulling into park, I go, oh, there's the Loop Trolley.
0: And not only that, it had two passengers. Uh-huh. So good for them. Uh, But uh, we've got word, boys, and uh, yesterday that it looks like the Lou trolley, unless it's saved by the good folks at Bi-State, will be coming to an end on December 29th.
1: It seems like it's going to shut down on the 29th, no matter what. And then Bi-State's going to evaluate whether or not they can do something or they're in the process of doing so. And it looks like they would like to simply because it's money driven right now, not because it's losing money. But because they don't want to give back that federal money that yeah, was given buddy. to them through grants. Yeah, buddy. Uh, it's a bad look Very for bad projects going forward. Yeah, it is. And so it could impact what you get financially if you have other things you would like to do transportation-wise. So they're trying to find a way maybe to fold it with it, fold it into by state to see if they can make it function in a way that's beneficial for everyone.
2: I guess ultimately I just feel like that's what's going to happen. They're going to
1: figure out a a way to... That would be the initial... And that's what we thought initially, too. Like, if you're going to make it work, you're going to basically have to make it part of public transit. Mm -hmm. And this this would be the way to do it. Which is (sighs) interesting because by state and metro and
0: everyone else involved currently in the city of St. Louis and even, of course, the county here in St. Louis, uh, when it comes to issues of money not a lot to go around at the current moment. Mm. So it's going to be interesting if they do decide to fold that into their umbrella, how they're going to go about and maintaining it because clearly it's been a struggle uh, for the folks currently running the Loop Trolley. Um, according to my good friend Mark Schlankman, Like the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. The Bi-State Development Agency, which operates Metrolink and the Metro bus system, is the only option under serious consideration now, said two officials, speaking on background about the matter Thursday night. Background. I like when they say that. Me too. Mm -hmm. That's pretty dope. It it looks like it says uh, John Meyer, president of the Loop Trolley Company. I didn't realize that was a job. Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy. I'd love to see what his resume was. We hope a plan will come to fruition that may allow the trolley to resume operating at some point in the near future. I say... We just take a raid on the trolley. Mm-hmm. We just take it for ourselves. Put it up in the office. Look. There you go. A little to the pizzazz. Step. I think
1: the underdog, the loop trolley, counted out, is going to have is going to become useful in some way at some point in the future. And I don't know how that is. Can't predict that, but it's going to become a hero. In some way. And, you know, there's ideas out there of how that might happen. Oh, mm. a you put a snowplow, could play. Could you imagine that? Just That play. would be
0: great for a Del Mar. They would enjoy that. Why not? That would work. Why not do it? No, right. I
2: agree. I think the only option for uh, swaying public interest in it is... You hook a couple of Clydesdales up to it mm-hmm. and you let Fred Bird be the conductor. Not like, not I don't call. see any other option right there. It's new,
1: the new bullpen cart for Cardinals relievers. Exactly.
2: Those I Clydesdales. There you go. Two of them
1: handle I, that thing. Here's my thing. Do what
0: apparently is the thing to do in St. Louis now and just turn it into an arcade bar.
2: Mm hmm. Those that are fun. Too. I've been to those. Put a couple
0: Pac-Mans on those bad boys. Have a bartender. Wow, Jam. Boom, you got boom. NBA Jam? We can do that. NBA Jam. Boom, you're welcome.
1: Gallagher. A mobile arcade bar. You're welcome. That's not bad. I want to. I've been using the hashtag a streetcar named Undesired <laughs> with it. I think we actually need to do a play or musical named that about the Loop Trolley now. Not bad. I see that the Muni at 20. Or. So clang, that's, clang, that's, clang, yeah. clang, clang, clang Clang goes the trolley. Clang Clang goes the trolley. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, or. And I've talked about. This is something I had this morning that popped in my head. All right. I talked about in the past how I wanted to reboot a certain television show. Oh, no. Do you know what show I'm thinking of? Facts of Life. No. The John Larroquette Show. You have been talking about this way more than you need to. Because yeah. the John Larroquette Show was set in St. Louis, and he was running what? He was running a a, 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 a kiosk at a, 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 a train station. A bus station. A bus station. was a bus station? It was a bus station. It was, oh, a, bus okay, station. It was a bus station. Okay. So what if the new John Larroquette show—he's running the loop trolley and comes in to save the loop trolley? Nice. That's the reboot it's for the new John Larroquette show. That's all
2: fun until uh, in season two when Lou Petrali shows up. And yeah, goes,
1: that ain't your trolley. Mm. Lou Petrali definitely could be a character in a streetcar named Undesired. Mm. Yeah. I mean there's a number of ways to go with this right now, but it can be inter- there can be entertainment brought to you from the Loop Trolley still, not just the comedy Yale Hollander was able to do on there. Ruined. We could, ruined. We could develop storylines, a player musical, a streetcar named Undesired, or reboot the John Larroquette show with him not in a bus station, but running the Loop Trolley this time. That John Larroquette is just a delightful he individual. Is. He looks so pleasant, too. Maybe he could be our mayor. Okay. We'll he, look looks, he would look like a good big city mayor. Maybe it's because I think of like Gil Garcetti Mm -hmm. and like. uh, He's tall. He's white. He's tall and white. Chris is voting for him in in a heartbeat. The tallness. Yeah. It's probably more the tallness factor than anything for Chris. Here's what we need to do. We got to get Laracette on Rogan. Got to raise that stature. Got to
0: raise the brand. (laughs) I wonder what John's up to these days. Now let's
2: find out. He was on Modern Family. I'm like, well, recently it was probably like five years ago, but Mm. I feel like he was on Modern Family. How'd he look?
1: John Larroquette's probably doing like theater and stuff. He should. Maybe he could be involved even in both productions: a, a straight card named Undesired, and the reboot of the John Larroquette show where he runs the loop trolley. He can be do, doing both.
2: He could get the loop trolley powder coated at Gateway Powder. Wondering where he was. Don't going. forget that <laughs> <laughs> Gatewaypowdercoat.com. Yeah. Shout-out to Mark, Alex, and the team. They'll take great care of you. If you need something powder-coated, be sure to take it to the number one resource for powder-coating in the Midwest. That's your wheels, Travis. If you've got a, a Hellcat Dodge Charger, they'll take care of you. If you've got any wheels that need done up, they can take care of it. If anything metal that you have that needs touched up, uh, want, you want it to look good, you're going to take to Gateway Powder Coating. Gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information.
0: Chris? are they good at rusty ass athletic departments because uh, they'll look they'll give it a look because I tell you what may need some gateway powder coating to put on the University of Missouri oh what's happening well in typical University of Missouri fashion they're finding ways to publicly step on their face what? as news
1: they're be- providing order. wait let me do a little Travis they're providing a stark reminder dum 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 <laughs> okay
0: Mizzou Coaching Search, according to the board, not thrilled with some of the targets.
2: I saw they straight up said no.
0: Dave Matter uh, reporting for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch that Missouri Athletics' Jim Sterk continues to look for his next football coach as some members of the UM System Board of Curators aren't thrilled with some of the choices being presented as options. Multiple sources told the Post-Dispatch on Thursday. So I guess Jim Sterk was set to present... Where he was on his coaching search for the next head coach for the University of Missouri's football team, and uh, I guess when he presented the list to a few of the curators, they was like, "Eh, eh keep looking." Oh now, get yeah. uh, some of those names. Uh, a few of those names. It was Blake Anderson of Arkansas State, uh, Jeff Mockin of Louisiana, uh, excuse me, of Army, and Louisiana Tech Skip Holtz. A source confirmed board members did not outright reject any candidate, but some are worried about the public fallout if Mizzou doesn't consider other high-profile coaches instead of settling for a lesser-known name, especially after
2: firing Odom, a Mizzou alum. There's a Travis in the board screaming for Bob Stoops, is what I took from all that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wish I wish I was that guy right. I, uh, well, I let, let's wait and see what uh Jarrah is gonna do with uh, Jason Garrett I mean maybe he would want to come here now,
0: I don't know what the fallout's going to be I know according to a few sources that some of their targets have already said no or that they weren't necessarily interested in interviewing for the head coaching job but all in all this latest development uh, clearly this there was a purpose for this to be leaked in fact I think the person who actually initially broke this story is brother of the show randy Carricker, who uh, i guess yesterday afternoon broke it on his radio drive time show on espn 101 so it it leads you to wonder um who served to benefit to essentially undercut Stirk in this moment i would have to believe if i was a uh, conspiracy man like my good friend mr gardner i would think that old barry odom on his way out the door, decided to go. I ah, got a few sources to the ground that can. Uh, you think he left a, a whole, the talk boy? Oh, in the, in the office, something to that remember effect. Remember that, the talk boy? No. I, 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 and again, I haven't. Uh, this is all pure speculation, but I believe Barry Odom. I think, based on what we've heard recently, whether it was going to be uh, a decision between Jim Sterk or Barry Odom, and they chose Jim Sterk, Barry Odom, who now has found a job recently, oh, yes. may have, as walking out the door, said. Huh. Well, I hear they're struggling. Here's a little story for you, good local media folks.
2: That's just my if, theory. If Barry Odom couldn't execute a win over Kentucky, he's not pulling this <laughs> off. Oh, that's a good point, Chris. That's a good point. What's his job? What
1: he? He already picked up a job. I uh,
0: believe he is uh, in line to take the defensive coordinator position at Virginia Tech. Oh,
1: I don't think that's official. No, nothing of the sorts. Okay, I've heard okay. rumors,
0: maybe through my alumni circles, that he was. Did they that see a week. tweet
1: that was? Uh, I.
0: This is just from the group chat from mizzou oh, okay. this is a group chat <laughs> yeah, there was did. a profet- these are mizzou alums who are tapped but, into these but, are people who are boosters these are people who donate tons of money to the university so i just <laughs> take their word for it hey look man what do you want me to do
1: Get well, I want to,
2: what I want you to do time. is instead of saying Barry Odom's got a new job. He's going to wa- get a new job uh, and it's going to be I want, a Virginia Tech. Do you believe
1: it? Tweet it out.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know how to use Twitter anymore. You do. I
0: don't yeah. know how to, my fingers, my thumbs. In, they the, all future, in the future, Give if me you could say, hey,
2: I was group texting with some dudes, that would be the way to preempt your What if these
0: dudes are reputable alumni of a very prestigious university? What do you want me to do? Black or white? White. Travis. And like I said, they actually write checks. In the universe, you know, my black ass ain't writing no check.
1: Uh, Gabe yeah. DiArmond told. Uh, the <laughs> Is morning that how after. you say it? I say Gabe Diarmund. Uh, my, yeah, my no. I like the way you that actually that said that it. it. Makes very, it act.
0: That was very yeah elegant. That's he a said, French uh, fur trapper pronunciation.
1: He told the morning after. Well, I am French Canadian. It is my reporting that both Mike Norville at Memphis and Brian Harson at Boise State told Missouri they didn't want the job. Oof. So that should give you an idea of the guys you can get. And once you know that, you have to consider that before you fire a coach. There was another one that caught my eye. Apparently he's told the boys over there. Um said, I don't know where this leak came from. This is about the board of curators because that's supposed to stay in the room. <laughs> so, considering this got leaked, is. it shows that someone at Missouri is trying to cut Jim Sturt's legs out from under him. Um, went on to say, clearly the board of curators want a splash hire. Clearly, Sturt didn't know that. You would get, you would get, think they would have that kind of communication before the search began. I would be would This is not... This is not a good situation. Now,
0: I look, and 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 Gabe is is one of the best. He runs Power Mizzou. He's been doing it for a long, long time, and he knows Columbia backwards and forwards. Uh, man, I find it hard to believe that Jim Stark didn't realize he had to make some type of
2: notable hire. You trot in three guys uh, to get turned I, away.
0: I, I, it, and and again, yes, I, I would, I would be stunned, and and I guess maybe I shouldn't be. Um, and just, and I kind of thought about this on my drive-in today about where this all stood for the University of Missouri as an alum. I, I, I told you guys yesterday, it does. It. as long as you make a coach that you think is the person that obviously wants to be here that can do a better job than Barry Odom, pretty simple in that for me. But I, I, I will say that from my time being at the University of Missouri, having an opportunity to work at Jesse Hall uh, and be around people who make a lot of the big decisions for the university, um, I, can't, I guess I can't be too surprised. Uh, that administration for years has lived in a bubble, and mm-hmm. they've welcomed living in a bubble. They they do not like uh, them outsiders. Uh, they are very, um, uh, and I think that's it's led to the detriment of the university over years. They they it's it, it, they they're okay with being stupid,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and, that, and that's unfortunate because there are a lot of smart, capable people who work for the University of Missouri. But at the end of the day, they are okay with being stupid. Um, and there are a lot of people who are not willing to look outside their circle, look outside their current situation to get a true understanding as to what's going on at the university. So I guess I can't say I'm too surprised because the bubble that exists over the athletic department at the University of Missouri separates them from reality, separates them from the fan base. They have no idea what this fan base wants. None. So I can't be too surprised that Jim Stark would bring (laughs) three coaches to the table that most of us have never heard of and that they knew that the curators would want to ask more questions. I don't blame the curators. They're going to have, they're the ones approving the salary. Mm -hmm. So if Jim Sterk didn't know that Jim Sterk, it may be time for you to start also updating your resume as well.
1: Well, I think that's a very clear sign that there's issues. Yes. At least very clear at, at the least there's issues. How do you not know what your bosses are going to
0: say especially in a hire of this magnitude. You have to
2: know. I think maybe some mediation could be done here, and we could call Tom Duff at St. Louis Counseling mm. Services. That would be an important move for them to call. Now, why
0: would I call them, Chris?
2: Uh, because they've offered counseling services in the St. Louis area since 1955. They have locations throughout the metro area. They're here to help. That's right, stlouiscounseling.org online. Check them out today. And while you're there, be sure to listen to the podcast Mental Health Matters, lots of services for all income types. Be sure to speak with Tom and the team at St. Louis Counseling Services today. All in all, with the Mizzou stuff, um, I don't know. It, it, I'm being super negative here, but uh, it feels a little par for the course. Oh, this is Mizzou at Mizzou's best. Yeah, this is what Mizzou
0: like, and this is, I think, this university. And and the reason why I say they're okay with being stupid because these these should not this these things should not happen. At a major university. Like, there's a, everybody has their own, you know, things in the closet. They have their own clouds over their programs and their universities. Missouri isn't unique in that way, but it's just that when it comes to making important decisions, uh, there's never that one voice. There's never that strong voice. There's never this person that can unify the different types of personalities that reside inside the Mizzou administration. And because they've lacked that for years, this is what happens. You have guys who are willing to leak information to media just to make another administrative official look bad. Like that's par for the course for this university and that's because they love insulating themselves and they have no problem cutting themselves off from the rest of the world. So of course Jim Stark would take three names to the board that <laughs> no one's never heard of. Because these guys live in this world. Arkansas State, man. Come on. It and it's embarrassing because you're gonna see soon I've heard rumors that Ole Miss is probably going to go ahead and jump down on... But what if they're good coaches? They probably are.
1: Yeah. That, that, that's a it's strong... just something you don't, we don't know. But my thing is, Jim Sterk, if he... I, I'm hoping... Ultimately, he's going to have to have his football coach win to maintain a job. Right. So it's not necessarily like, if I just throw a go-get-a-name and it doesn't work, I'm going to lose my job. So... I might not care what everybody else thinks. I have to worry if your job security is on the line, you're going to try to make a good hire no matter what, right? But I think you're also going to I would tell those people, look, this is my job. It's not yours. I understand kind of what you want, but you're you're kind of dumb. You don't know the coaches. So why don't you just let me make the decision and we'll see if I get to keep my job or not. I,
0: I think you're right. I also think you serve multiple masters in that role and you have to satisfy the people who essentially are paying your salary and are writing the checks. And the people who are paying your salary are the, the fans, the right. student body. And if I'm just writing the checks are the curators, and you should have a general idea if I'm as Stirk, to what
1: they want
0: yeah, before going into no, your search. No,
1: and that's fair. Right. I agree with that. Now
0: that's the only thing I'm wondering if Jim Stirk Because if
1: I'm Jim Stirk, I'm like, you're gonna have to give me a little leeway here. True. Look, we raised some money, we got some stuff done here. Yes. This like if I'm gonna get fired for this, you're gonna have to let me make this decision because
2: otherwise get rid of me now
1: yeah i mean what's the point true true so,
0: i but i think the curators are looking at it in the same way the student body is looking at it and the fans of mizzou are looking at it you need to give me a reason especially for the just, alums here in well, st when, louis when, in I Kansas hear, City is, when i
1: hear it's oh it's not a name it's not splash you know i'm like come on now that's for people that can't evaluate no that's, that's true for, that's for
0: dumb. I, I don't think but I don't think that's solely what fans well I think what but that's
1: uh, what we're hearing about the board of curators.
0: but the, I think that the board of creators are also saying that we just spent a lot of money on that those new renovations at Faro. we need to figure out a plan to get people to actually sit in those seats
1: right and if and I'm Jim Sturck I say my plan is to win football yeah. games let me bring in the guy who I think can do that
0: and I think and I think because Mizzou can't get out of its own way right. I think the hiring of Barry Odom uh, is what, why we are here in the sense well, that is
2: because you, sorry, no, no, no no, know, no, 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 no. Cause I think no, I know where you're it's going. Exactly Go for it. what it is. Because you had Gary Pinkle come in and do something that essentially hadn't really, I mean, technically like never had been done before mm-hmm. the move over to the sec, the, uh, the good, the successful above, move. The, yeah. yeah. The successful move there, the multiple NFL players, all that stuff. He was a nobody out of Toledo, right? Like he was literally a nobody out of Toledo he did a bunch of great things, right? So they thought, whenever they said, "Okay, so now we've got a taste of the success. Um, hey, we worked with uh, with him, and we've got kind of we have the same situation. One of our right. own guys here, and blah blah all this, and it'll be a little cheaper. And then now it's going to swing back because they're going to go, oh, no, 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 no! We just got burned by that.' They're forgetting that the best coach they've ever had came through that process. And but I, now it's 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 almost. They, like you said, Gardner. It uh, may end up hurting themselves more, going and being like, "We gotta have
1: Lane Kevin. Like, no, I don't. I don't you're think you're gonna it, have to allow Jim Stirk to make a hire.
2: No doubt. Well, I don't. I'm and I don't think they it was may necessarily force his hand to overspend on someone that's not that great. But I think also the, the curators value. were
0: asking some interesting and I think important questions. You want to bring in a guy? You one of your nominees? was Skip Holtz. Well, Skip Holtz in a lesser conference only has two more wins than Barry Odom. So I think those are legit questions asking whether or not, okay, Skip Holtz, okay, relative no-name, a uh, guy that may be oh, the coordinator, s- the person or the son? future. Yeah, I believe he is. Yeah. Uh, but I think they're asking, well, that's a tough sell to the public and maybe even recruits if you're bringing in a guy. Like, first of all, you have to also remember Barry Odom left on good terms with his players, with his staff, with the school. So... If you're going to replace a Barry Odom personality, you better bring in a person that has a better record or who has a better track record. And I think the board of curators were wondering, hey, okay, yeah, we don't necessarily say you need a Lane Kiffin or a Leach, but can we get a guy that has a better track record that isn't the same as Barry Odom? Like, not to be funny, but Skip Holtz is Barry Odom. It's the same coach. Like, he's not going to... Is he really going to set the world on fire in Kansas City and St. Louis like with what he has in, on his resume? And so you're right, Chris. I think Mizzou has <laughs> definitely painted themselves into a corner. Uh, and I guess we can't say to, to, that we're too surprised about that considering how the university has operated in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know where they go from here. Frankly, I'll be honest, As again, as a fan, as an alum, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. I don't care. But this, is, like, but this is what you get for see, being who you are for so long. It's going to come back on you.
1: This is what people have to realize, too, when you are you have to allow your AD to make a hire True. and to decide who he wants. Like, we bring up Arkansas State, right? Blake Anderson is a name that has popped up. And people are like, well, I don't know who that is.
2: is." Doesn't You don't need to know who that is.
1: You don't necessarily need to know. Does it help if you know that Arkansas State, has bred coaches that have had success there that have gone on to have success elsewhere as well. Uh, Hugh Fries, Gus Melzon, Brian Harson, who was one of your targets at Boise State. Who apparently uh, was not interested in interview. year. So the that's in job. the last 10 years they've had those three coaches come out of Arkansas State and go on to develop elsewhere yeah, too. Yeah. So, I mean, there's places like that in college hoops. Xavier is the one Absolutely. that pops out to me. Where maybe Arkansas State is one of these schools that has kind of red-catch college coaches for the, their next job, and but that's I, fine. But how many fans are going to know stuff like that? I, but I and I
0: and I can't and I and you're exactly right. And I'm not saying the curators are suited to make these decisions, but I, I think they, they there is a kernel of truth to what they're saying. Look, if we're trying to elevate this program, yeah. Are we doing everything we have within our means and resources to find the right person for the job? Did you, Jim Sterk, do everything you could do to thoroughly find the right guy for the job? Because they're right now looking at Konzo and going, huh,
1: well, this isn't necessarily going to plan right now either. Well, that was but that was one that was approved that. They thought. I'm sure the board of curators said this is a home run hire. And it look. So and is still, that is that a cautionary no, tale? No, and I don't know
0: if it's. A, and I think that may be something in the back of their heads. Now I'm still all in on Konzo. I still think. And that's you fine. need time because what? Th- there's Ken one Henderson simple thing did, if
1: to make to make the splash higher is how much are you willing to spend, and you're in the SEC. Are you right. willing to pay a coach $5 million a year Right. if you're in Missouri? That's what I'm saying. That's at the end willing of the day. To? And I tell you, if because I'm Jim Sterk. Then, Stirk, then yeah. if you're not going to allow your AD to do yeah. that, then why are you asking for something you're not going to get? But
0: then, if I'm Jim Sterk, I now say, oh, okay, well, you now put me on blast. There you go. Yep. And now you put me on blast. Now I'm going to go look at uh, the, the game day here's... coordinator for LSU who's probably going to need. Four million a year in yeah. order for him to leave an LSU
1: situation. So then what do you want? Yeah, I mean, and if so that's if I, what you want, yep. you're going to have to pay for yeah. it. Yeah, and that's what and I, would I would If you're willing <laughs> to, okay, okay. Then. If I'm Stirk today this morning. Then maybe morning, we have better communication at right. that point then.
0: Because if I'm Stirk this morning, I'm walking in, all right, here's Bob Stoops. That's gonna be six. That's yeah. we gotta start at six. No, yeah, no, you you guys in the room apparently are smarter this, than me. This says so, right. Belichick. <laughs> exactly. Belichick yeah. ten million. Here we go. All right, you want you wanted the name. You wanted a splash. Yeah. Are you ready to and I'm with Gardner on that
2: one. You're Mr. Sterk, your proposal, it's, it says a, a time machine is necessary and, and Bear Bryant will be brought back? I don't... What, how do it, we...
1: It says Belichick, and next to it says Priceless. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, I don't
2: know. Uh, so Mizzou will figure it out. I'll tell you what. If Greg Schiano fucking gets hired, I'm done. I just, if it ends up being Greg Sciano or some other. A He'll job. In, oh, did he take a job? He did the job at the Rutgers. He's back at Rutgers again. Wow. I thought he scoffed at their mm, uh, Oh, he's back because
0: they, they, they offered him some money. Some oh, money man. came from the uh, New that Jersey awesome oh, That would have been awesome because he Mike, literally
1: would have.
2: Mike McMahon, Ray Rice, Brian Leonard. He T- T- literally would
1: have turned into Clay Travis Terrell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah would have You would have got back on Twitter just to mob. You know an what?
0: Considering how terrible this search has gone, Greg Schiano looks like fucking Bill Belichick okay. right now. Well, it people, is, are uh...
1: making, people are comparing Mizzou to Tennessee and how they've handled it. I don't think stuff, it's that dude. bad. What's, what's, I wouldn't go that far. I uh, won't pump the brakes.
0: But I will say it's not a good look. Definitely it's not a good look at all. But I think Jim Stark still has an opportunity. And like I said, look. If the curators are saying that they want a bigger name, then the curators have to know that that's a bigger price tag, right? A much so, bigger price. so Jim, What's... I'm Jim Stark. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to take my country ass down to Atlanta this weekend. I'm going to walk around, well, looking at LSU, looking at Georgia, looking at whatever coaches that they have available, and I'm going to offer them the fattest offer I can get from any of their coordinators. And you better say yes when I come back with a name. What would you that do if I'm Jim Stark? That's exactly what I'm doing this weekend. What would you do if they trotted Marvin Lewis out there? <laughs>
2: He's not doing anything, is he?
0: Uh, That's not the worst hire in the world. Marvin Lewis isn't coming to college. But if I'm if you get a chance to get a Marvin Lewis in your Mizzou, you terri- take it in a heartbeat.
2: He was terrible for a decade. So
0: Lovey Smith didn't have the greatest track record when he was leaving Lovie the Smith NFL and, and Lovey Smith Bowl. he did go to the Super Bowl, but Lovey Smith right now, he look, I, look Herm, Herm, Herm Edwards. Mike Singletary. Look, I look I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I'm trying to That's going to get you at least That's going to that at least get you good. at least four. That's going to at least get you a handful of four stars out of St. Louis. You hire an NFL coach. I I I bet you get at least a couple four stars out of St. Louis That's why City.
1: I've been saying all along, you should hire Steve Spagnuolo. What
2: the hell you else got to lose? He's St. Louis' own Brian Cox. Is Brian Cox coaching? Cuz if yes, that's the case, if Brian a, Cox is available. You go get
0: him tomorrow.
2: He was a linebackers coach for the Falcons the one season I watched uh Hard knocks. Here's a guy that I would love to see, uh, and Steve I know we're at the Spagnolo. top of the uh, this. Steve
0: I like Steve Sarkeesian. I like that he's had an NFL experience. He's, he's so ran he's a big sober. program. I think a guy who's going to want to prove that that time at USC was yeah, I just anomaly. might have an anomaly. to, to
1: get-together once a week. If you...
0: But I feel like he's the kind of guy that's like, what a great opportunity. It's an SEC job. It's a chance at redemption. Jeff Fisher.
2: Are you serious? <laughs> okay. He's... We can no longer value him. Look, opinion. Mizzou
0: going 7-5. We'll take that right now. That's a bowl game, my friend. A nice one. May end up going to the Music City Bowl. 7-5. Mm-hmm. We'll love five. that since he lives <laughs> in, in Nashville. I. perfect. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll, Mizzou's
0: I'll take Jeff Fisher. Mizzou not losers. I'll take Jeff Fisher. I'll take Jeff Fisher. Oh. I'll take Mike Martz.
1: I'll take Steve Spagnuolo. I'll take Scott Linehan. Mike Martz ain't leaving San Diego's beach. Where's he take, at? What's he do? He lives in he's lived in San Diego for the longest time. Oh, okay. Time. I
2: was gonna say, don't you dare besmirch the good. Uh, I used to of call Michael him to Marks. get him
1: on radio shows. And it, like every time I would call him, I'd just be like, hey coach, it's Chris Gardner over at wherever. Uh, just seeing if you might have some time to hop on tomorrow or something. He's Oh, Chris, good to hear from you. Yeah, we could probably make that happen. I'm just sitting here reading a book, looking over the beach right now, and he always would mention what he was doing. Like and it was always like Sitting there like beachfront San Diego, and I was always just like, "Fuck, I want to live with him." Yeah. Ah, <laughs> let's hang out with Mike Martz. Can I? Do you need a butler? Yeah, I'll be your butler. I'm into just that. Just let me, just let me the, near there, and then I can train for the America's Cup team in my downtown. That's there. It cool.
2: is. Well, it all makes sense. What a perfect time <sighs> for Does a break. It? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, Chris Edmond, Travis Strell, we are live. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to come back on the other side with Sam Lyons.